Welcome, everybody, to yet another amazing episode of yet another podcast. Your boys, Sumit and Thunmit, we're back. What up, Sumit? What's going on, bro? How you doing? I'm good, man. Hanging in there, you know. Today, I'm live from the Roots Gear Warehouse, so a little <laughs> change of scenery. Uh, how are you doing? What are you up to? I'm chilling, bro. Also, recording from the same place I recorded from last week. Um, same corner of my room, but different angle, so change it up a little bit. <laughs> Yo, you gotta switch it up every now and then. You know what I mean? Shout out to all our followers, our listeners, everybody that's tuning in right now, uh, everybody that's gonna listen to this later. This is being recorded on IG Live, so if you missed it, we're gonna you gotta follow us on Instagram and find out when we're gonna go IG Live to record one of our podcasts. This is our second one. And we are full on taking full advantage of people being quarantined, people being in, in isolation, and people being on their phones. We're like, yo, we got to do live because look at our faces. People love seeing our faces, right? I mean, I wasn't going to put it like that, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say that, you know, we, we wanted to take advantage of the fact that not, that not just that people are at home, they have nothing to do, but we, we saw this as an opportunity to be entertaining for people who are stuck in quarantine. And hopefully yes. it's entertaining and, you know, we'll try to do yeah. our best to entertain you guys. But We're here to entertain you. We're here to make you laugh, make you cry, inspire you, just, uh, just you know, give you some entertainment for the night. What's up? Sani Saab is in the Sani. building. Gang, gang, what up? Should in we start with some shout outs? Yeah, do some shout outs. Why not? What All up, right. Saz? Saz is in the building. Who else is in the building? Yo, double, oh, double D, 89. Hello. What's Alman, up? What's up? Alman Taliwal, what's good? Dave what Grover, up, what what's up? good? Jasmine. Damn, Jasmine, it's been a minute. How, how are you? Um, we've got Vijaya in here. Uh-huh. We got Sean. Sneha, Sean Spicy. Donna. Oh, ooh, what's up, Donna? Rita. Hey, Rita. <laughs> what's up, everybody? Hey, How special appearance doing? by my brother here, Manit. Yo, what up, Manit? How CJ, you living, baby? Yeah, my phone's like falling. There we go. Uh-oh, HarleenCore.us uh, in the building. Oh, snap! <laughs> Yo, Jesse Wussy in the building. What yeah. up, Jesse Wussy? We got <laughs> Sean in on? here. Shit, we got we got a good we got a good group of people in here. Yeah, Reno, what's going on in BC? You guys safe out there? Has the coronavirus reached British Columbia? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's everywhere at this point. Dude, this shit is crazy. Uh, we're not gonna talk about it too much because we know that you have more than enough news and media coverage on the coronavirus. So we're not gonna make you cry. No <laughs> Rona, no Rona on this podcast episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, New York is wild. Shit is crazy. We're gonna try and talk about some other things, some more fun things, some good. Oh, yo, I saw. Um, uh, John Krasinski did a YouTube video that went viral. It was like top trending video on YouTube the yeah. other day uh, called Some Good News. That yep. shit was awesome. Uh, yeah, I watched it great. yesterday. I, was, I, was, I actually had not heard of it until I like just, it showed up on uh, YouTube randomly for me. Yeah. It's a must watch. If you, have, if you guys haven't seen it yet, check out Some Good News yes. with John Krasinski. Definitely. If you, need, uh, 
Yeah, if you need to pick me up, definitely go watch that YouTube video, especially if you're an Office fan, because Steve Carell's in it as well. He does a guest appearance, so it, it's just uh, it's a great, great video. Yep. Um, so definitely go check that out. Um, what do we want to talk about today? Let's talk about some some fun stuff. Why, you know, why don't we do that? <laughs> so I feel like now that everybody's in quarantine, there's a lot of like me time. And yes. a lot of me time that people don't didn't have before, right? And so it makes you, at least for me personally, it makes you like think about things randomly, yeah. right? Like random thoughts come to your mind. You're just like, why this, why that, or how does this right. work, or whatever, right? And so I think there's a few things that have come to my mind recently. Okay. One is every time you travel somewhere, right, different country or whatever, you go out, you go to a restaurant, you go to a club, you go to a bar, whatever it is. And if there's a DJ there, they're always playing, you know, whatever local music is is accepted there, which is cool. But then apparently, like, you know, every time a, uh, you know, a group of Indian people or Punjabi people walk in, the DJ feels like, yo, I got to drop a Punjabi track, right? It's like, (laughs) yo, I got to make them feel welcomed. And I'm here to tell all DJs, you don't need to do that. (laughs) All the DJs of the world that are here right now. That are listening on the airwaves, please. It, and we know what track you're talking about. What track are you yo, talking about? If you know what I'm talking about, drop a thumbs up in the comments, all right? <laughs> Every time you walk into a bar or a club in a different country, or yeah. sometimes even here, but it's just like a random pl- place. Yeah. They always have to drop Mundial Tobachke by Punjab BMC. <laughs> yeah. Every single time. <laughs> Every Bro, single try. <laughs> one time I was with you, we were in the, out in the city, and I forget where we were, but the DJ, it wasn't a, like a huge place. There was maybe like 20, 30 people in there. Yeah. But the DJ's spinning or whatever, and like we were at, at one point we had gotten up because we were about to leave. Yeah. And the and DJ was- drops, and I'm like, he's like, uh-uh, you know, he just stares yet. at us. <laughs> I'm like, yo, I'm not trying to dance right now. I'm, trying, I'm out right now. <laughs> like uh uh-uh you're not leaving yet yo here's the thing about that track first of all legendary track and and i think what got that track that that status that it's at right now is first of all obviously jay-z like that track would have lasted maybe you know five years ten years max whatever without jay-z but jay because jay-z's on it like that just it automatically became uh, a legendary track that will be immortalized for for all of eternity basically yeah so one that's great sure whatever but two my main thing is this the question that comes to mind is there are so many other tracks that are better than that track at what <laughs> point <laughs> at what point does that track re- get retired and be replaced by a new track that's a good point like at what what does it take really for a song to get to that level to get to that status well like, i think you already whoa. nailed it right the answer is a jay-z feature <laughs> <laughs> Yo, without that true. you'll never be played in the clubs like that but that's but i so agree crazy. with you right i think the question right. is what song would that be and which artist would would create something like that that would be historic yeah it's gotta be Sidhu, man it's gotta be Sidhu Museola. I, I think it would have to be right like Sidhu, who yeah. else has that like clout to be able to do the Nobody east meets else. west kind of thing you know yeah. is there a Nobody song already really... out that you that would that would fall into that category or is it or is it something that has it like doesn't exist yet i feel like so high by Sidhu musiala is, is that song like it's, it's that song that basically has it reached instant 
sort of legendary status right off the bat. And it was like, whoa, like, how did this track get here? <laughs> like, it just came out. And then all of a sudden it was like, nah, now you go to any party these days, there, there's no way that song's not getting played. Like, that song has to be played. So you don't it's think like, it's played out yet? It's the new Railgaddi, basically. Like, <laughs> like you're not leaving the party unless Sidhu So High is played. Like, it, it's absolutely the new, it, it's the new Railgaddi. You know what I mean? <laughs> so you're saying that you're not sick of it. You're, it's not played out. It's still going to be like, it's going to last for like 10, 15, 20 years. I think yeah, I think I think I think it has been immortalized, but it's too early to tell. You know what I mean? Like it, it might you. It just came out what two years ago, three years ago, twenty eighteen, twenty seventeen. I think it was end of twenty seventeen. Yeah, because we. I remember when we were in London. We were in London. Chosen and, came out. <laughs> no, we were in London for Jappy's oh, wedding. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was like this DJ who was like definitely like a newbie amateur DJ. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it was like a small like house party, dinner party thing or whatever. It was one of the wedding events. And um, we went out to him. We we're like, yo, play Sidhu Musiala. And he straight up was like, I don't have any. Who is that? And I was like, what? Well, before, before that happened, everybody in the comments, please corroborate this. Tell us true or false. Yeah. This is the international symbol for Sidhu Musiala, right? To the moose. 100%. So, instead of walking over to the DJ to ask for that song, he's just doing this to the DJ, right? And the DJ is just staring at him like, what the fuck he's are you so doing? Confused. <laughs> he's like, yeah, what the hell's going on? So I've, I've been telling all my DJ friends, any DJs in the in the Instagram live, if you're listening, this is the international symbol, okay? So if you see me on the dance floor, just going like this, you know what to play, all right? <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, oh, and then he man. had the audacity to say he didn't have any. We're like, yeah, what I year was, is this? He was like, do you have an ox? <laughs> He's like, do you have it on your phone? I was like, what? I was like, you want me to play music off of my phone? You have a whole DJ setup here. Shit is crazy. It was quite sad, actually, yeah. Oh, good times, though. London was a vibe, man. I can't wait to go back to London. I think a lot of people have been talking about that, like what they want to do after this is all over. Right. Uh, you want to talk about that? Like, what What, are your, what do you want to do when this is I have is too many over? thoughts, man. I can't think about, like, what's the first thing I'm going to do, right? Like, I feel like... <laughs> I don't know. I kind of want to go for a long drive just anywhere, right? Which I could probably Toronto. do now, but Canada. I'm just like, let's eh. go to Canada. Let's go to Canada. I'm down. Let's do it. Yeah. You pick me up on your way. All right. No doubt. <laughs> I'll come four hours south to come pick you up. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> um, you want to go on a long drive? What else you want to do? I don't know. I just feel like I want to go eat like some really good food that I haven't been able to eat while at home, right? Like, what are you trying to say about your mom's cooking, bro? Nothing. I actually look forward to eating my mom's cooking. Don't get me wrong. It's Mom, like, I've been really enjoying that. <laughs> my mom's like, like standing I, outside I, my door I, right I, now. <laughs> I've been really enjoying that too. My mom's been uh, my mom's been coming to the warehouse like at lunchtime every day in the afternoon and just like delivering lunch, and it's been great. Uh, and now I know how people in India live their lives. <laughs> she shows up with a tiffin. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> In India, bro, there's like, you know, everything is like served to you. Like nobody in India does any work other than That's the true. people that are working. Yeah, only the working class work. 
<laughs> but I feel like even they have servants. Like I feel like a like a server at a restaurant goes home and is like, oh, I'm gonna chime it out. It's like what? there's a hierarchy. <laughs> it's weird. It's like everyone in India works for somebody. It's weird. Yo, Sukjit Bansal, what up, man? Thanks for joining, man. Appreciate you. A couple more shout outs. A few people joining in. Roshni is in the building. What up, Rosh? Uh, who else did you see on there? There's like a whole conversation happening in our comments right now. (laughs) (laughs) Mita's in the building. What's up, Mita? What up? Damn, a lot of people joined. Joining in, joining in. Yo, shout out to all the people that... Let's just do this and then we'll move on. We want to give a quick shout out to everybody that's a healthcare professional, that's working right now, everybody that's a... Working at a grocery store, uh, in a hospital, at a clinic, anybody that's out working and risking their lives for us, shout out to you. We appreciate you. We yeah, love we you. salute Thank you. Thank you. Salute. The Yap salute. You have the official <laughs> Yap salute from us. I don't know. What was it? <laughs> it's a new thing now. <laughs> um, uh, I wanted to touch on a topic that was kind of serious. I know we're trying to keep people entertained. Yeah. Uh, but there was, um, I was sitting with my mom and my uncle and my auntie. We were sitting together last week or something. And this, this, this conversation sort of just sprung up out of nowhere. I think something was on TV. And my mom's like, uh, you know, people started talking about like, oh, you need to, we all need to do more prayers and this, that, and the other. Like God is punishing the world or something like that. So this whole conversation of God sort of just started like out of nowhere. And I okay. was like, ah, oh, fuck. And I was like, shit, yeah. <laughs> here we go. Um, and this conversation was really interesting um, because there's a lot of people right now that are, that are sort of putting this all in quote unquote, I'm going to say quote unquote God's hands. Like, Oh, you know, God's doing this. We don't know why he's doing his guy. He's got his own reasons, blah, 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 whatever. And he'll fix this and we'll be okay. And this, that, and the other. And then there was me that was like, okay, guys, listen, like this, this sort of concept of God is great. As long as you realize, like you could say that God's doing this and he has his reasons, as long as you realize that there is no external sort of supernatural power or something that's controlling all this or somebody that's controlling, it's literally us. Like we did this and we're the ones that can fix it. Us collectively, humanity all together, that is what we define as God basically. And so... Uh, that was an interesting conversation that I had with my mom and him. And, and I don't know if they completely understood where I was coming from. Cause right after my mom was like, yes, good, do your part. And I was like, what? No, I don't think you understand what I'm saying. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So I don't know what I want to, I want to know what you think of this. Like, do you really think, do you think. Do you think this is like a, a doing of God? Like this is a, this is a act of God and only God can fix this. So I think it's a personal stance that everybody has on this, right? Because it's about your relationship with God or religion in general. Yeah. I do have, and this is probably a controversial thing to say, but I have a fundamental issue with organized religion. If you look at history and all the conflicts that have existed in history, generally come down to differences between religions. So I have a fundamental issue with that. Now, whether this whole thing is happening because God is making it happen, again, it's like one of those things where it's like, 
you if you're accepting of everything that's happening you're basically saying that god is doing all good and all bad right right and we kind of put it under this veil of like if something bad is happening it's happening for a reason right mm. now that's the something that's the part i struggle with a little bit because i feel like there's always a reason for why something happens always yeah right and yeah. I don't, i'm not saying like this whole conversation between god or religion and science i'm not talking about that but i do feel like every action is a result of another action right 100 that's science right like that's a yeah law of science is every action has a as an equal or what is it equal something reaction whatever <laughs> <laughs> equal I'm or opposite reaction yeah exactly yeah so i i buy to that kind of school of thought right um i think that like, I guess this comes down to a question of, like, do you believe God exists and all that? And that's yeah. not a conversation I want to get into right now. <laughs> um, but I do think that, like, so here's, a, okay, going back to the religious aspect, right? My mom was er- yeah. telling me earlier today that a lot of, like, religions were still congregating and conducting their, like, services um, right. for quite a while, even after this whole social distancing thing came up, right? Yeah. And yeah. the problem there, obviously, is... You're not socially distancing if you're yeah. going to congregations. But people have this belief that the reason I'm safe there is because God won't let anything happen to me. Why? That's God's house. Why would something happen to me there? Stop and we're it. like, bruh. Stop. <laughs> Stop it right now. <laughs> Submit this like Scientology live chat. <laughs> we're yes. not Scientologists. Yeah. <laughs> But I get what you're saying. Like, I, I think everything happens for a reason. And that reason is literally because there is a chain of actions that leads you to that moment, to that action, to that specific circumstance, right? Right, right. Like, we are here because of X, Y, and Z. Like, this happened and this happened and this happened. But that because that chain of actions is too long and too intricate and too vast... For anybody to fathom, it's easier to just be like, yo, this is somebody else's doing. Like, right, right. You know, <laughs> exactly. Like, I, I think a lot of times we, we, we put things under the God umbrella because we're too scared to take responsibility ourselves, right? Yeah. Like, I, I feel like humans were like, yo, this seems like too much of a big liability to be like, oh, we did this, so let's just say God's doing this and that way, like, we're all covered. It's like, no, we did this as humans, all of us, collectively, you know what I mean? Not just China or whatever. So I, I wasn't going to let it go this far in terms of the topic, but now that you've we brought it up, to. I think it's important <laughs> to say, like, if you look back at history, you look at where mm. the concept of religion started, right? The, the idea and concept of God is man-made, right? Right. God didn't, nobody came down, God didn't come down to earth and tell people, hey, yo, I exist, you need to believe in me, and everything that happens is because I made it happen. That's just not true, right? right? right. The concept of God and religion is created by man. So if you look right. at it that way, you have to understand that people are just looking at a way to create faith in something. So when they can't answer a question or something happens where there's no reasonable explanation, like right. you said, it's kind of like using a, a, this third-party entity almost <laughs> and try to blame it on, not blame it, but like say that that's the the uh, cause of it, right? Assign it to something else, yeah. Right. It's it's the fear of the unknown, right? Like when you when you can't define something, uh, when you can't figure out why something is happening, when when there's too much unknown, that that fear of the unknown sort of creates this. Um, 
this sort of concept of let me assign this to something bigger than me. Yeah. And then that that way, like, oh, I, now I understand it or whatever. You know what I mean? Um, the reason I'm laughing is my brother goes, how you know? Were you there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was there. What now? <laughs> no, it's, it's written in history. It's obviously everybody knows that, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off there. No, we can talk about something else. It's too depressing. All right, well, a little offshoot of that conversation, right? Okay. This co- this topic of fate versus free will. Oh God, this is not any different. This is still depressing. <laughs> it's not depressing. It's just more of a intellectual okay, conversation, okay. I'd say. Yeah, right? yeah. All right, we could do that. We could do that. Let's do it. Why not? Let's do it. Okay. Fate oh, you want me to start? Versus... <laughs> no, yeah. This is you now. All right. So you, you did this. Obviously, like. There's two ways people tend to go about thinking about things, right? And it mm-hmm. comes down to, is this my fate? Is this my destiny? Was this supposed to happen? Was this written, so to speak? Was this yeah. something that was expected? Or is it something that I chose and this is a result of the actions that I chose? And this is tied into what we were just talking about a, right. a few minutes ago. But right. there is that idea of fate versus free will. So right. you can't abide by both. You yeah. can only abide by one. So. I'm curious which one you abide by, and then I'll share my thoughts on what I think. I I don't think you can abide by just one, uh, because I think at the end of the day, you do have free will, but your free will is a part of a bigger pool of everyone's free will, and all of that is what makes up fate. Your decision-making is like a, think of it as a... Uh, a bucket of water in an ocean, right? So you take your free will, you take your bucket, and you dump it in the ocean. But that entire ocean is basically fate, meaning what comes back and happens to you is basically a reaction to what everybody has done. You could define that ocean as fate. Does that make sense? I guess, but what did you just say? Or couldn't you say that if everything is a reaction of everybody else's free will, then... Mm-hmm. Isn't that just a big pool of free will and the reactions that are based off of it? The reactions, what you call is what, what people call fate. It's like, why is this happening to me? Well, this is, well, yeah, I guess it's how you define fate, right? Like if you're defining fate as this is happening because it was meant to happen, no matter what the circumstances or no matter what the, uh, you know, what everybody else's free will, then I, I don't believe in that. Like, I don't think that, everything is pre-written or whatever that like everything is going to happen no matter what i think everything happens because of all the shit that everyone is doing collectively like that's what to me that's what makes up fate that's what makes up destiny makes sense yeah and and i think at the end of the day that's what i believe in like you know you put good energy into the world eventually you see enough good energy in the world like it comes back you know that's what that's what I see as destiny or fate or whatever. So you think what that you everything think? that's happening right now in the world yeah. is a result of what exactly? Fate it's or free will? a result of everyone's free will, basically. Yeah. Got like, it. Because we all have free will, we've all collectively got us to this point, right? Like we've all basically... Uh, we've done this. <laughs> whether it's, whether yeah. it's us, me and you, or it's... It's us, me and you, our parents, our grandparents, our forefathers, our ancestors, the person that invented electricity, all this shit. You know what I mean? Like literally everyone 
that has ever been here on Earth has contributed to what's happening now. Yeah. What did Sanmit say? He said, a lot of these conversations would require a lot of research and understanding. Otherwise, the conversations are anecdotal experiences and feelings. Well, yeah, that's kind of the point, right? Like, the idea of free will versus fate is is a result of these anecdotes and experiences that people are experiencing themselves individually. And so right. that idea of fate comes from that that as well because people think that, oh, I'm, this is happening for me because it was my fate, right? Mm. Or this was my destiny. And, and I, I think people use those two terms interchangeably. I don't know if that's accurate or not, but um, I do think that there's an element of free will that's just as important because I think, you know, going back to what you said about religion, right? Religion gives you a guide. It gives you a path. Now, mm-hmm. if you stray from that path, is that free will or is that fate? Mm. Right? Or is free it... Will. Exactly, right? But but well, people will say that this was my fate to, to completely veer off course or like veer a little bit off course or whatever it is, right? Because the, th- the thing is, there's no one defined path for any religion. There, there never is, there never will be. Because right. everybody's experience with religion and God and, and the relationship was got with God or religion in general is very different, right? Right. So you have to these things weigh differently. But yeah, I don't. I don't know. This was again one of those boring, boring <laughs> moment thoughts that I had. That you know the difference between fate and free, free will and what is the result of our actions if there is any, right? If it's fate, yeah. then any action we take is not my fault, right? It's not up to me because it was fate. You know right, I mean? right, right. So there's that as- aspect of it too. I don't know. We don't have to keep going with this, but <laughs> <laughs> I personally believe that free will has more. You have more control over your life with free will, because if you could, if you accept your free will and that every action that you've taken is a result of the actions that you've taken, right? Then you can. You're more accepting of the things that happen as opposed to 100%. where it comes with fate, where it's like. Oh, you know what? This was meant to be. This is how right. things are supposed to happen for me. So that's why they happen that way. It's warding Which, off the responsibility. Basically. Exactly. It's like, oh, you know what? Like this, this was meant to happen. Yeah. So it, it, you kind of like start to uh, who has the vaccine? <laughs> Trump. Trump has the vaccine. <laughs> uh, I forgot what I was saying. Sunma just distracted me. <laughs> but yeah, I mean. Anyway. The, uh, again, we don't have to get too deep into this now, but yeah. Uh, just again for the people listening, you know, this was a, an idea that came to my mind in my boredom during quarantine. Right? <laughs> this is the not kind a lot of shit happening. we think about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a very introspective person. I'm also a very philosophical person, so I tend to think about these things a lot, quite a bit. Um, <laughs> thought it might don't be leave, good to don't leave Summit alone with his thoughts for too long. <laughs> <laughs> This kind of shit will happen. <laughs> it's my fault, um, guys. Sorry. What else have you been thinking about? Um, one of the other <laughs> things that I've been seeing and noticing more recently is, is it has it become a fad or is it a trend that people co- consider themselves a creative, right? Ooh, we see people doing things in the arts, right? We do think, do, mm. or we see things people do. Uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say. We see people doing things that are related to like content right. creation or just being a creator in, in other aspects. But I also yeah. think that there's a lot of people who want to put themselves in that conversation or in that category. Yeah, just because it's trendy. Because it's trendy. So right. I guess the question is, what does it take to be considered a creative and how, does you, how do you get accepted as somebody who falls in that category? 
<laughs> it's such a like free and open space that you know the the thing is like there's no admission fee there's no there's no audition there's no sort of um there's no vetting of the applicants or anything like that you know anybody that wants to call themselves a creative can be a creative and can call themselves a creative and you know put it in their instagram bio or whatever or on their dill mill profile <laughs> <laughs> shout out dill mill <laughs> are you getting paid that i don't know about like <laughs> no shit we need to hit them up be like yo we need to we need them to sponsor an episode we'll do a whole nother uh dating episode if dill mill sponsor us oh should we do that us. live that'd be dangerous <laughs> no it <would. laughs> whatever i'm down shout out justin what up justin justin's in the hey, building justin um but okay we're talking about this i was talking about this actually there was a there was somebody uh this kid at tinder from california had me on his podcast yesterday actually just to kind of hear my story and my journey as an entrepreneur and creative and things like this and so i was talking to him and he was saying he's like yo have you noticed that there's been a large influx of south asian inspired brands lately in the past like two, three, five years even, whatever. And I was like, yeah, like, you know, in 2014, there was maybe five, maybe 10 brands total, like maybe 10 brands that were doing the kind of stuff that Rootscare is doing. And now there's probably more than 100, 150, you know, that, that sort of has like surpassed anybody's imagination. But I think one, it, it, uh, you have to look at it from an anthropology point of view. Um, and it's kind of like what I told him too, is uh, what we're going through right now is can sort of be considered sort of like a renaissance movement, right? Okay. Uh, similar to the Harlem Renaissance, which happened right after the civil rights movement in America. Right after the civil rights, there was all these creators, all these creatives. There were musicians and artists and painters and singers and poets and dancers and athletes and stuff like that everything like all these people were basically they put it on their shoulders to tell the story of the struggle right? right like that that was their duty that was their responsibility they told the story of the struggle and similar to that similar to us um majority of south asians pretty much immigrated out of india out of pakistan bangladesh in the 70s and 80s um, and I was actually watching, have you seen Ugly Delicious, the Indian food episode? Yeah. And Padma Lakshmi said this, which was really cool. I, I didn't even like think about it. It didn't click for me. But when she said it, I was like, oh shit, that makes sense. Um, she said that most Indians or whatever came over in the 70s and 80s because there was a shortage of medical professionals in America. And so they were giving away these visas very openly, right? And so... With the migration came what we call the immigrant struggle, right? So it takes about 20 to 30 years for this immigrant struggle to kind of pass. Okay. I mean, that doesn't mean that immigrants aren't still coming in today, but like majority of them, like the big influx was in the 70s and 80s. And she said there was a big influx in the 90s and early 2000s as well. Uh, which was with the tech boom, right? Because uh -huh. they needed tech professionals, software engineers, and coders, and all this shit to come over. But anyway, um, when that when that immigrant struggles, you know, basically has babies, the, that generation of people, those kids are the ones that are basically coming out to be creatives and artists that are telling that story, right? They were they're basic like we're basically responsible for telling the story of the immigrant struggle. So mm -hmm. we're seeing a large 
influx of artists now because of that. Right. Now, will all of them become the Jackie Robinsons, the Langston Hughes of uh, the the Brown Renaissance? No, you know what I mean. Like you'll have your Rupi Kors and Lily Sings and just Rains and Hassan Minajes and Aziz Ansaris, but not everyone is gonna become that sort of like poster child for the Renaissance. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's it's open and there's a lot of people that are coming and yeah, it's. I guess you could say it's trendy to to be called a creative or to you know yeah. self proclaim yourself to be a, a be a a creative right now but I think from if I step back and look at it I think that's why like I think that's why it's happening right I think it's happening because there's a there's a big story to be told there's a major sort of story that needs mm -hmm. to be told and all these kids that are growing up are like feeling like they have the responsibility to tell the story and it's become so much easier like the mediums are so easy now you know right. what i mean like you can become a tiktoker you can become an instagrammer you can become a youtuber you can become a fucking whatever you want you know what i mean like it's become so easy you know it wasn't as easy back then you know, to be a published poet, but now people like me can publish books on Amazon. It's so fucking easy. You know, it takes like 10 minutes. So legit, <laughs> legit, <laughs> legit. I could go around and flex that I'm a published author just because Amazon has a self publish option and it takes you like 30 minutes to sign up and, and submit your shit. And all is that all it takes? Author. Literally, that's all it takes. I'm not, I don't want to share this information but i did uh, by the way i'm dropping a book tomorrow guys so <laughs> now that i know how to do it um yeah. but yeah you mentioned uh, and i see people talking about tiktok in the in the comments man i can't stand tiktok <laughs> i can't stand tiktok either man like I'm... i would have to be like on the edge of considering something really drastic and dire in my life before i joined tiktok you're like i'm about to do heroin man Le legit I, that would probably be a choice beforehand no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um I, like i think every social media platform has its place and the like and i see people talk about being an influencer in the comments as well right i think every platform has its place and every influencer has a place on a platform right um right. And you cannot have one without the other, right? They're they're mutually. Um, is it exclusive? Inclusive. Exclusive. Inclusive. <laughs> inclusive. Um, okay. But th here's the thing, right? T fucking TikTok, man. I don't need to download a separate app to see everything that everybody's already sharing on Instagram. <laughs> like, That's true and, too. And Twitter, That's right? the other thing. Like, who is who's posting shit on TikTok that they're not reposting on Instagram? That's what I want to know. I mean, that's, that's like me, what I do with Twitter, but I know not everyone does that. <laughs> yeah. But what I do with Twitter is I, I post something and then I screenshot it and then I post it on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, that needs to stop. <laughs> Just type it out on your story. Why do you have to tweet it and then post it? <laughs> yeah. This kid said something interesting. Uh, he said, I think soccer moms, sock med has a generation it appeals to. What is, oh, social media. <laughs> I was like, what's so soccer I read that as soccer moms. <laughs> Where is this? Um, uh, Jaghead says, I think each social media has a generation that appeals to TikTok is more Generation Z. I agree. I think I think TikTok is more so for Generation Z than it is for us um, as millennials. And that's cool. Like, that's cool. You know what I mean? Do your thing, Gs, Zs, Zs, 
whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I don't know if I don't know if people benefit from having more social media. Yeah. Or not, right? Like that's something that I struggle with, and I think he's right. Like it's a generational thing. I I feel like I'm too old to be on TikTok personally. Um, yeah. You know, I I just I don't I don't know. I'm not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's cool if you, if people use it, they they're enjoying yeah. it. That's cool, but it's not for me, right? I saw you post on your story. There's a new app now called House Party, and I saw you post that House Party is stealing your data, is hacking into your phone. Yeah. Uh, uninstall it, whatever. Blah blah blah. Um, so here's the thing then, with that. There's, but there's, there's some people in my friend group. <laughs> yeah. Can you clear that up? <laughs> All right. Here's the thing, right? So obviously there was rumors quite a bit. And let me before I start, you know, dig deep. What's going on? Of course, I remember you from Malaysia. Thanks for taking care of us out there. Um, when uh, I first heard about the rumors on about House Party, right? I was already using yeah. House Party. I was already on it. I'm not gonna yeah. lie, right? You and, you made me uninstall that shit. I hope you know that. I uninstalled it myself, so whatever. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but keep the going. thing is, I heard started hearing about the rumors, right? And then friends of yeah. mine started sharing their stories that their accounts, their PayPal's, or etc., were being hacked, right? Really, like people were infiltrating them and, and changing their passwords and things like that, right? Interesting. Okay. And so, what they tried to do was they realized that House Party was the most recent app that they downloaded, because otherwise this probably would have happened earlier. So that, they went into yeah. House Party and where you go into your privacy settings to delete the account, you have to enter your password. The password that they used for House Party was not working. So the correct password was showing up as incorrect. What? Yeah. Okay. So another, That's some weird. more background on that. Yeah. The company that makes House Party is the same company that makes the Fortnite, the video game, right? Epic Games. Okay. The thing is, Epic Games has been breached a few times in the past themselves. Like people's Fortnite accounts have been hacked and things like that, right? So th- these companies, they're not immune to this stuff. But I also do think that sometimes these things happen without the company first realizing that it's actually happening through their application, right? Yeah. Now, it, it, it also, we also don't know for sure whether it's the app itself or if it's simply that people who are using the app are, have weak passwords or whatever it is. Right. right. So, like, if your password. password is password, like, obviously, you're getting hacked. You know what I mean? Like, you deserve to get hacked, if anything. It's like, you know, giving Here's a robber the key to your house. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree, though. I, I think I've just gotten desensitized to the, to the notion. And I think I've just, like, put this in the back of my head that if I have a phone, which I can't live without, there the, it's like a 90% chance that I'm my information is vulnerable basically like it's just gonna happen it's not gonna be one single app i just feel like it could be any app at any time it's just gonna happen that's true um so i'm just gonna i just go with that notion now i'm just like you know what my shit is fucked like whatever (laughs) like at any given point i know i'm vulnerable and i know that any of my information can be stolen so no the question is all right so it's actually good that you mentioned that. And going back to TikTok for a second, that's another reason I refuse to join TikTok. Why? Because it's owned by a Chinese company. And the way things mm. work in China is if they're collecting all your information, your data, the Chinese right. government can say, hand it over. And the co- companies have to comply because it's a communist country. There's no right. protections there. There's no checks and balances. So how do you, are you, do you actually feel safe putting your information in the hands of a foreign government that you don't know what they're doing that information with that information? Yeah, that's right? true. That's and, what they said about that. Um, what was it? The the app that was like making your face look old. Face two. Uh, face. Was no, that, no, that was, was like, 
I forget what it was called, but that was Russian Taxi owned, Dorber, right? Yeah. It was like Russian owned, I think. Uh, I think that was also Chinese owned. I'm not sure though. Something like that. Oh no, that. you're right. It was Russian owned. Yeah, it yeah. was Russian owned. Yeah. yeah, but I feel like those are all rumors. Like I want, I want to actually fact check that shit at some point. But I'm just too lazy. I'm never going to. Yeah, <laughs> I just don't care that much. <laughs> and and um, that's the thing, right? Like you never know about a company's privacy policy unless you actually read the fine print, like Jigdeep mentioned here, right? Like how many people who's actually going to do that? Yeah, who's going to sit there and read the fine print of of an app app they're downloading? People just want things, boom, boom, boom. Like I downloaded it, now let me get started, let me log in, blah, 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 right? And that's how exactly. it goes. The problem is that we're not doing enough due diligence on our on our ends to figure out what's a good app and what makes the most sense, right? What would be cool would be a legislation that passes that makes all companies and apps and websites and everything simplified their terms of service and their privacy uh, notices. Like, you need to basically give me bullet points and sentences that are like four words or less. Like, you know what I mean? Number one, we won't steal your shit. Number two, we won't share your shit. Number three, we're going to record everything that you're saying. <laughs> Number four, yeah. are you cool with us sending this information to the companies that are going to advertise to you? Let us know. Right. You know what I mean, like, that would be cool. Is like if we, got, if we get to a day where all the fucking terms of service and privacy statements and everything is like one single infographic that's like five <laughs> bullet points max. That's it. Like, really what needs to happen is all the legal jargon and the legal industry yeah. in general, right? Like all the lawyers that work on developing this language that's like literally the most confusing language. It's it's like Shakespeare wrote it for you, right? Exactly. Like you can't understand what the hell it means. It needs to be simplified. It needs to get to a point where it's a layman can understand what they're reading, right? Yeah. What is this Macbeth bullshit? Sean <laughs> <laughs> Macbeth me with your damn terms of service. <laughs> Yo, Thunmith for President 2020. Yeah, uh, great. Give me a country that's like fucked. <laughs> it's like that's like President Obama winning in two thousand eight. Man, he was like, "What the hell did it? What the hell did you just hand me? What is this <laughs> shit? I don't want this." <laughs> so another thing that comes to mind actually is similar to what Asunmin just mentioned actually about conversations then showing up as ads. Yeah. How many times does that happen to us? Oh, tons of times. Right. Yeah. It happens every. I feel like every time I open Instagram or t- yeah. Twitter and I see an ad. It's mm-hmm. about something that I just talked about and not 100%. like on my phone, just out like to somebody in person, right? 100%. These mics are That's on. scary too. These fucking mics are bro, on. Bro, the yeah, FBI so is watching our Instagram live right now. What's up, bro? <laughs> what up? My cousin Jack Deep, what up? <laughs> Hope you guys are well. <laughs> yeah, man. No, um, our friend was over. Uh, Sajit was over like a while ago. Some and you know she just had a baby, so she was talking about diapers or something, and then literally like within hours, I started getting like Facebook ads for diapers, and I was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, wrong person, buddy. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> their vo- vocal recognition is off. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was just talking to her about diapers. I don't need diapers. She needs diapers. I literally for her spoke child, it. Not for her. I, sp- <laughs> <laughs> I spoke it out loud so that they would correct it. <laughs> like, is somebody listening? I just held my phone up. I was like, "Is anybody listening? Listen, I don't need diapers." Imagine you see an ad that says, "Sorry, our bad." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, good times, good times. What else is going on in the world? 
Bro, I feel like the only thing that people talk about on the news right now is coronavirus. I know, man. Talk about something else, for fuck's sakes. <sighs> Probably he's like, wait, adult diapers? No. <laughs> Those are grown adult diapers. One of my friends told me about that, too. And I was like, she just tripping. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I read it like that. I just figured you sound like that. You probably, I don't know if you do. <laughs> Guys, if you have any questions for us, by the way, feel free to uh, ask us in the comments. Or I think there's a question button right next to uh, the comment yeah. area. Right, 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 right. Yo, shout out Digi Inc. Digi Inc. is in the building. My dude is a very talented designer. Big shout out to him. Um, shout out to everybody well, watching right now. There's a lot of people right now. So. Shout out to you guys. Uh, what else do we want to talk about? Uh, that was kind of the synopsis of, uh, or the summary rather, of uh, all the things that I was thinking about in quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I want to know more about what goes on in your brain. Uh, a lot of people do. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yo, dating must really suck right now. Like, it fucking sucks. Like, not existing, bro. It's well, at least for me. <laughs> I got so bored the other night that I re-downloaded Dilmel. I was like, let me... <laughs> I was so bored. I was like, all right, let me just see. Let me see what's what's on here. Bro, that's the Who's second time here? you mentioned Dilmel on this podcast. We're going to have to send them an invoice now. Yes, we are. <laughs> Uh, we don't want to get paid. We just want free VIP elite accounts. Okay, just hook us up. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to pay us. Yeah. Um, Hit our yeah, DMs. Really, we'll drop our email addresses. Yeah, dating is really hard right now because there's like you can't you can't fucking go anywhere. What's the point? What's the point of even talking to anybody you're interested in? Because well, just... dating apps, when you open them, they're like, we encourage virtual dates. <laughs> Jump really? on FaceTime, yeah. And I'm like, really? it's a good way to That's get people to continue using apps while this is, this is going on, right? Speaking of FaceTime, your man's just got a new iPhone. I finally switched hey. over. Everybody uh, in the comments put the clapping emoji. <laughs> <laughs> After like 15 years or something on Android, God knows how long. I've had an Android for pretty much since I was a kid. Yeah, we're all and, very excited uh, for you finally switched over to iphone this is weird it has been weird so let me tell you what happened yesterday uh yesterday i learned that there's a little button on the side that (laughs) that is silent mode so you can like turn it on off or whatever so i had (laughs) i pinged you and i was like yo my phone isn't ringing why is this phone not ringing can you help me (laughs) and so you taught me about that and i was like okay cool then I had a meeting later that night. Last night I had a meeting. I had a call. So I put it on silent because I just got sick of all the notifications and everything. So I put it on silent. I go home. I put on my alarm and I go to sleep. This is, at, this is at like 12 or 1 o'clock at night. Okay. I had a department call with my boss and my whole team at 9.30 a.m. today. Okay. I wake up on my own. At 10 a.m. Oh, freaked shit. out. I was freaking out, bro. I was like, yo. Oh, my God. So I text her immediately. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I overslept. My alarm didn't go off. She goes, and this is what she goes. She goes, hop on now. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so my groggy ass, like, hops on a Zoom meeting at, like, 10 a.m., half hour late to the meeting. Um. So yeah, this learning well, did curve. Did it turn out okay? Like, 
Yeah, yeah, it was fine. It was fine. She was gotcha. like, it's okay. It happens. I was like, all right, cool. Um, your phone but, should, yeah. your alarm should still go off even if your phone is on silent. Bro, either it didn't or it's not loud or something. I don't know, but I definitely didn't wake up. Like, it just didn't happen. I don't know why. I don't know why. Shit happens. But this sometimes. learning curve is interesting. But is it really that different than your Android? It's not. Yes. Can't be. <laughs> It is. It's pretty different for anybody that's ever fucking. Uh, <laughs> I'm dying. And Sal's, Sal's, Sal's comment. He lied. He hits news. That's a fact, bro. I agree with you. I did it, yo. I swear to God, I didn't hit that shit. You did that shit in I, your sleep. I, maybe. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, but maybe I'm not used to this alarm fucking sound. You know, maybe I'm used to the the ringing of the Android shit or whatever. But yeah, I was I was like not happy with iPhone this morning. I was like, "Fuck this new phone! Why did I do this? I'm sabotaging my career here." You're sure you set, you said it as AM and not PM, though, right? Yeah, it was AM. No, no, it was AM. I'm gonna make sure, I'm man. Gonna, User error happens a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try again tomorrow morning. Luckily, tomorrow morning I don't have any meetings, so I'm just like. Um, I'm gonna just like set it and see what happens. Good luck, bro. Good luck. Parth, Parth, what up, Parth? Parth's Parth. in the building. Parth, party, party in the USA. Yeah, Parth-y I gotta say that USA. like, ever since this whole quarantine thing or isolation thing started, I'm yeah. not for like before this happened rather. I'm not a big FaceTimer. I'm a texter. Yeah. I'll have I'll have a, I'll jump on a phone call if I need to, um, but I'm not a big FaceTimer, right? Right. Ever since this whole quarantine thing started. Our group FaceTime has been going off like every five minutes. Really? Like we'll say bye, <laughs> and then five minutes later, somebody else is activating it, and like yeah. nine people have joined, and they're like, "Shit, okay, well, if I don't join, <laughs> I feel like I'm, I'm missing out." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's something I haven't gotten used to yet. I wanna, I wanna start FaceTiming more now that I have an iPhone. Yeah. If you have my phone number, FaceTime me, Fram, friends, Fram? family, <laughs> Fram, <laughs> friends and family, Frams, <laughs> yo, That's Frams. Good. Yeah, uh, yeah, fucking FaceTime me. Let's hang out. Parth hanging out with too many Punjabis. Glad you picked up the link. <laughs> Yo, Parth is actually Gujarati. For those people who are in here that don't, that don't know my boy Parth, he's Gujarati, but he's an honorary Punjabi because he knows more about Punjabi culture and music than a lot of Punjabis do. <laughs> and he's always calling people and calling them Gabru. So he's uh, he's already got the lingo down pat. We call him Parth oh. Singh. <laughs> Oh, Nika's in the building. What's up, Nika? How's it going, bruh? Nika's been here from the beginning, bro. Shout out to you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep, salute. <laughs> <laughs> Just make up random shit. Yeah, we are. Made. We got nine minutes, eight minutes left. Um, so hang tight for another eight minutes. What uh, What was for dinner? What did you eat for dinner, Summit? I had uh, spinach and cheese, ravioli, and pasta, uh, pesto sauce. When you said spinach and cheese, I was going to smack you sideways if you meant palak paneer, but you called it spinach. <laughs> I was going to be so upset at you if you I had meant palak paneer. Ravioli. <laughs> I had spinach and cheese. I'm like, no, bitch, you had palak paneer. <laughs> you trying to be whitewashed? <laughs> yeah. I had, uh, what did I have? Oh, I had a frozen flatbread. I've been having a lot of those. Oh yeah, you hit the you hit the grocery store and then uh, went to the frozen fo- frozen food aisle. <laughs> this is what I bought: frozen pizzas, 
Lunchables. Lunchables. Lactose, lactose-free milk. It's a Thunderhead doll. I did. All, I had doll. All facts. I had doll two days ago. My mom brought it here. It was pretty good. It wasn't yellow though. So it was straight. It was brown. Um, <laughs> uh, what else did I buy from the grocery store? Cookies, chocolate biscuits, Gatorade in case I get sick. Smart. Good shit. It. Right? Be smart in case you get sick. You got to have Gatorade on deck. I've already drank all of it now just for no reason. So I might have to go buy some more. Um, you got to be careful of the grocery stores, bro. Yeah, I know. Did you disinfect the groceries? Really? Yeah, do I bro. need to do that? For Yo, every time, like, if we go grocery shopping, we'll sit there and literally wash all the, like, the packaging and stuff. Damn, I have not been doing that, so. Okay. Uh, what color Gatorade, though? Green, bro. Or is it yellow or green? I don't know. What Those color are flavors. That? It's lime or uh, the original. Do I have it here? I have it in the fridge here. Uh, what color is that? Is it green? Yeah, it's a yellowish green color. You know what I mean? Never orange. Actually, my second favorite is orange, but never red. Never fucking red. Red Gatorade is trash. So this is what we're doing with the last five minutes of our time. Got it. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody also asked what kind of music we've been listening to recently. Uh, We've been listening to a lot of Sal Houdini, FYI. (laughs) Yo. Yo, Sal, you better be coming out with some new shit in this quarantine, bro. Yeah, bro. If we don't hear something you like, right? Yo, actually, you should send us some new shit to drop on the on the podcast. Yes. Um, what else? the The party party next door album is dope. I like that album. Fire album. Um, the weekend album, man, eh, it's all right. Yeah, I think we talked about it last time, right? Like it had a little oh, bit yeah, too much did. of the '80s vibe for me, so I didn't really like that. Um, yeah. that much, but. Uh, yeah. The Childish Gambino album Have you heard it yet? No shit Oh damn You guys made me listen to Don Tolliver So I was listening to that album That was a today. great choice too It was a good album It was a good album I liked it um, um, But I do need I need to listen to the Childish Gambino album You said it was too experimental though No I mean Okay like, so look just, That's just his style right And for me that yeah. It's like I, I, I liked some songs I liked some of the music I, I liked some of the stuff He tried on there but is yeah. it an album I'm going to go back to and be like, yo, I'm going to bump this all the time? Probably not. Yeah, I feel you. I got to check it out. I'm going to check it out. Yes. Uh, last few minutes, we just want to, again, give a huge, huge, big shout out to everybody that is out on the front lines fighting for us. Everybody in the medical community, everybody that's a scientist, that's a re- researcher, that's looking for vaccines and... Uh, cures and shit like that. Everybody that's working the the grocery stores, everybody that's working the gas stations, the convenience stores, everybody that's all the essential out there. businesses. All the essential businesses. Shout out to the people that are keeping us paid. Uh, shout out to people that are supporting small businesses during this hard time. Small businesses are taking a big hit. I know this from personal experience, uh, and it's tough. Um, so, um, but yeah, shout out to everybody. Uh, we hope you are staying safe. We hope that you are staying quarantined and practicing social distancing. When's our next live? Our next live is probably going to be next week sometime. I don't know. Probably maybe Sunday, maybe Tuesday. One of those. Um, what else? You want to add something, Summit? Uh, not really. Um, I'm just reading some of the comments. Uh, Sal said new music tonight, boys. All right, dope. Look out for gotcha. that, guys. If you guys had, don't listen to Sal Houdini, go check him out on Spotify, SoundCloud, 
It's got some 100%. fire. Um, yes. We'll definitely drop that email. Yes. Got you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else, man? I feel like you said it. Uh, I think you know we owe a whole debt of gratitude to uh, all the medical professionals that are and healthcare professionals that are out there, literally on the front lines, battling this thing and seeing the patients and their in their dire like states i guess you know and it's tough because even for them like they're not equipped with the proper equipment they don't have the proper masks the gowns the gloves or whatever it is that they need and you know it it comes to a point where because this is a respiratory concern um a lot of times when you're 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 talking to a patient you're taking that patient intake as a doctor or nurse uh you have to get kind of really close to them and it's scary man to even get that close to, to somebody who's suffering and you're trying to stay healthy yourself Um, but you want to be able to hear what they're saying, right? So like they have shortness of breath, they're coughing. So it's not an easy thing to do. Plus like, it's not just one person that they're dealing with. It's literally hundreds and thousands, right? Right. And a couple of our friends have shared some, you know, information from hospitals that they've, they're, they work at or they are connected to. Um, and it's, it's scary out there, man. Like they literally don't know what to do with all like these dead bodies and shit. Like it's it's gotten to that point. And shout out to, also, shout out to the people that are working the the senior assisted living centers, the senior yep. cent- senior homes, the uh, you know places like that where they're seeing way more fatalities than than anywhere else. You know, um, so shout out to those people, man. Are the best we could do is stay home. Yep. Uh, we'll say this over and over again. Everybody, stay the fuck home. Just stay home. Uh, enjoy your time with your family, with your TV, with Netflix, with Prime. If you need uh, Summit's password to HBO, it's password <laughs> with a capital P. <laughs> Damn it, bro! I'm never gonna be able to watch anything myself now. Go, go, go! Watch Game of Thrones on Summit's account. <laughs> I might do that actually now that I have so much I'm going to start charging you money for it, bro. (laughs) (laughs) I might finally watch Game of Thrones. Anyway, uh, I'm going to close it out. Thank you guys so much. Thank you to everybody that joined our Instagram live that got to see our beautiful faces. We We thank you for your comments and your contribution. Uh, thank you to everybody that's listening. If you haven't checked us out, we're on all streaming platforms. Go check us out. Yet another podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in to yet another amazing episode of yet another podcast. Your boys, Sumit and Thunmit, we're out. Peace. Wash your hands. Peace. <laughs> Classics. Classics.